everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey guys, welcome to God's Plan, Your Part. Today, uh, you will be with me, Jenny, as we look through chapters 35, 36, and 37 of Jeremiah. So what's so interesting today is... Uh, We kind of run into this moment that I think a lot of us often do, where you are just in complete denial of something that you are resisting so hard. So we're going to see how this kind of plays out today with the people of Judah, the king of Judah, and the word of the Lord that is brought from Jeremiah. So we start off the, the chapters today in chapter 35 with this really interesting comparison. So Jeremiah is told by the Lord to take this group of sojourning people called the Rechabites into the house of the Lord and offer them wine to drink. Okay. And so this seems like a really odd request. Um, So he takes this group of people into the house of the Lord, offers them wine to drink in the chambers, and they look at him. They're like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, we can't do that. And Jeremiah's like, he's asking them why they can't do this. And they said, well, you know, like, we've been commanded by Jonadab, uh, the son of Rechab, to neither drink wine um, or for any of our daughters, our sons to drink wine forever. Uh, We should never, we're not actually allowed to build a house. We're not allowed to sow seed. We can't plant vineyards. um, And we need to live in tents all the days of our lives. Um, So there's like these really hard-nosed like super specific things that this group of sojourning people are not allowed to do because of the words of Jonadab. Um, And so what's interesting about this is that Jeremiah is like putting together these pieces that these people will not uh, take wine and they will continue to follow these specific rules for their lives. But the people of Israel are still refusing to listen to the word of the Lord that is being brought through Jeremiah. So there's this like stark contrast of how the people of Israel are just so like the the Bible continues to call them stiff necked and not listening. Um, Whereas these people, these Rechabites have kept the command of Jonadab all their lives and continue to do so. Something that seems just kind of so commonplace, like, well, we're, we're just not drinking wine and we have to live in tents for our whole lives. Uh, whereas the people of Israel are just so careless and so willing to follow after any other God. And their basic command was to love God only and put nothing else in his place. So really interesting comparison. And then we move into chapter 36 today. Um, and this is kind of what I was alluding to a little bit at the beginning of this episode, um, because... I was talking about, have you ever been in denial so much of something that you just don't want, um, that you hear like super basic and logical things that you just completely disregard it and, and completely put it out of your mind? Well, this is exactly what's happening in chapter 36 today. So Jehoiakim, this is Josiah's son, which is also just a crazy thing. We, you know, we think back to Josiah, who was this, um, much better king that we have seen throughout the kings of, of Israel or in, and of Judah. Um, Jehoiakim, he is in Judah and the word of the Lord comes to Jeremiah and Jeremiah and his buddy Baruch. So this is kind of a cool um, friendship that we're seeing 
that is unique for Jeremiah. Jeremiah, I always think of like this sad kind of pathetic, lonely guy. And he is friends with this guy named Baruch. And Jeremiah is giving the word of the Lord to Baruch to write down on a scroll. And basically what this word is saying is that the Lord is going to destroy Israel and Judah. It's going to happen. They're going to be taken into exile. So again, this same message that the Lord is delivering, um, Jeremiah is trying to give to the kings. So this message is taken on a scroll by Baruch, because I'm assuming at this point, Jeremiah is just like, I can't go in there. They're going to try to kill me uh, because they just don't want to hear my message. They're in this denial phase. Um, so Baruch takes the scroll to Jehoiakim and gives him this warning um, that they need to take it seriously. The Lord is going to bring his judgment. So as this is just so crazy, and I, again, I think we've all been there. We're just like, nope, I'm not listening to that, uh, that denial piece. Baruch is reading the scroll of the word of the Lord. And as he is reading it, Jehoiakim has this little fire pit, I guess you could call it, uh, because it's in the winter months. He's in his winter house. And as the fire pit is kind of just like roaring off to the side, Jehoiakim takes the pieces of the scroll as, as Baruch is reading it and just taking pieces of it and throwing it into the fire and casting it into the fire. So by the end, the scroll is completely destroyed. And he says, you know what? Like, get out. This is not true. This is not going to happen. Um, and they actually send uh, men to go and to find Baruch and to find Jeremiah. Um, and what's crazy is that the Lord allows Baruch and Jeremiah to be safe and be hidden. Um, but again, just like so much denial of what the Lord is doing to the point of actually burning the message of the Lord and trying to take the prophets and the men speaking on behalf of the Lord and try to imprison them because the message is not what they want to hear. Uh, I think, how often do we do that, guys, in our our normal everyday life? Um, I don't know that we're necessarily <clears throat> chasing down people and trying to hurt them or burn up what the Lord says in his word. But I think there is extreme resistance at times in our lives, depending on the severity of your situation or the depth of your situation, that we are so willing to just push out whatever God is trying to tell us and allow someone else to put something in to our lives or fill our ears with things that we want to hear, even though we may have a pretty good inkling or feeling that what we want and what we want to hear is not actually what we need and what the Lord desires. So that's just a crazy, interesting um, order of events with all of this denial of what the Lord is saying to the people. So finally, chapter 37, um, we have Jeremiah going to Benjamin. So he is, he's moving to Benjamin. Um, and when he gets to the gate of Benjamin, um, there's been a lot of forces that have been moving throughout uh, Israel and Judah, namely the Egyptians and the Chaldeans. And when he arrives at the gate, um, he is actually, Jeremiah is imprisoned uh, because people think that he is trying to flee from these forces um, or to join the Chaldeans even. And so he is put into prison when he arrives at the gate of Benjamin. And Zedekiah is reigning. Uh, he was put in place to reign over um, Judah because the king of uh, Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, had appointed him to be 
the king instead of Coniah, the son of Jehoiakim. Anyway, that being said, when he is appointed king, he actually hears that Jeremiah has been imprisoned and he says, hey, bring Jeremiah to me. Um, I want him to come and give me the word of the Lord. I don't know if this was like totally done in secret or what. It seems like it may have been. Uh, But when he comes to uh, speak to Zedekiah, again, Jeremiah is like, you want the word of the Lord? Here it is. And if you look in verse 37, 17, he straight up just says again. Um, He sent him secretly to be questioned in his house. And he said, is there any word from the Lord? Jeremiah says, there is. He said, he shall be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon. Um, So Jeremiah, at this point, we've seen him through so many emotions. I feel like at this point, he's probably like, guys, the word of the Lord has not changed. You are going to be taken over. You are going to be put into exile. Listen to the word of the Lord. Um, So this is kind of crazy. And at this point, Jeremiah is also just like, please don't put me back in prison again. Like, what have I done to you? All I'm doing is telling you what God said. So he is not put back into prison again, um, but he is put into um, <clears throat> the court of the guard uh, while he remains here at the the gate of Benjamin or in Benjamin. So just, again, this crazy turn of events um, where... I guess nothing new is necessarily happening with the people that are hearing the word of the Lord through Jeremiah. However, there is this like this crazy um, moment where Jeremiah just kind of, in my opinion, is unleashing. He's just like, hey, you threw me in prison. Seriously, like the message of the Lord hasn't changed. You have to turn your hearts. And I think that's a perfect your part for today as well. Um, There are so many things that, again, like I said earlier, We can so easily just reject what the Lord has said. We can reject what the Lord is saying through others into our lives. We can reject what the Lord is saying to us through his word. Um, And what is important is that we don't become like the the people of Israel. We don't become like the kings who hear and hear and hear and consistently reject. So I would encourage you today, listen for the word of the Lord um, through what he is speaking to you through his word, through the Bible, what he is speaking to you through your prayers with him, your prayer life with the Lord. Um, Listen to what he is saying um, through the power of other people and their testimonies and what they could be speaking to you through his word as well. And be careful not to reject what the Lord has for you um, because maybe you want to fill it with something of your own desires. So thanks for joining me today. Uh, We'll be back again for some more of Jeremiah tomorrow. We can't wait to, to learn more about this story together. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing, uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Jeremiah chapter 35. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, go to the house of the Rechabites and speak to them and bring them to the house of the Lord into one of the chambers, then offer them wine to drink. So I took Jezaniah, the son of Jeremiah, son of Hazapaniah, and his sons and all the sons of the whole house of the Rechabites. 
I brought them to the house of the Lord, and to the chamber of the sons of Hanan, the son of Igdila, the man of God, which was near the chamber of the officials, above the chamber of Messiah, the son of Shalom, keeper of the threshold. Then I set before the Rechabites pitchers full of wine and cups, and I said to them, Drink wine. But they answered, We will drink no wine. For Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, commanded us, You shall not drink wine, neither you nor your sons, forever. You shall not build a house, you shall not sow seed, you shall not plant or have a vineyard, but you shall live in tents all your days, that you may live many days in the land where you sojourn. We have obeyed the voice of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, in all that he has commanded us to drink no wine all our days, ourselves, our wives, our sons, and our daughters, and not to build houses to dwell in. We have no vineyard, no field or seed, but we live in tents and have obeyed and done all that Jonadab our father commanded us. But when Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up against the land, we said, Come, and let us go to Jerusalem for fear of many of the Chaldeans and the army of the Syrians. So we are living in Jerusalem." Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Go and say to the people of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Will you not leave instruction and listen to my words, declares the Lord? The command that Jonadab the son of Rechab gave to his sons to drink no wine has been kept, and they drink none to this day, for they have obeyed their father's command. I have spoken to you persistently, but you have not listened to me. I have sent to you all my servants, the prophets sending them persistently, saying, Turn now every one of you from this evil way, and amend your deeds, and do not go after other gods to serve them. And then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to you and your fathers. But you did not incline your ear, or listen to me. The sons of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, have kept the command of their father that he has given them. But this people has not obeyed me. Therefore thus says the Lord, the God of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing upon Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem all the disaster that I have pronounced against them, because I have spoken to them, and they have not listened. I have called to them, and they have not answered. But to the house of the Rechabites, Jeremiah said, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Because you have obeyed the command of Jonadab your father, and kept all his precepts, and have done all that he commanded you, therefore thus is the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. Jonadab, the son of Rechab, shall never lack a man to stand before me. Chapter 36 In the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, this word came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Take a scroll and write on it all the words that I have spoken to you against Israel and Judah and all the nations from the day I spoke to you, from the days of Josiah until today. It may be that the house of Judah will hear all the disaster that I intend to do to them, so that every one may turn from his evil way, and that I may forgive their iniquity and their sin. Then Jeremiah called Baruch, the son of Nerah, and Baruch wrote on the scroll, at the dictation of Jeremiah, all the words of the Lord that he had spoken to him. And Jeremiah ordered Baruch, saying, I am banned from going to the house of the Lord. So you are to go, and on the day of fasting and the hearing of all the people in the Lord's house, you shall read the words of the Lord from the scroll that you have written and at my dictation. 
You shall read them also in the hearing of all the men of Judah who come out of their cities. It may be that their plea for mercy will come before the Lord, and that every one will turn from his evil way. For great is the anger and wrath that the Lord has pronounced against his people. And Baruch the son of Neriah did all that Jeremiah the prophet ordered him about reading from the scroll the words of the Lord in that Lord's house. In the fifth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, in the ninth month, all the people in Jerusalem and the people who came from the cities of Judah to Jerusalem proclaimed a fast before the Lord. Then in the hearing of all the people, Baruch read the words of Jeremiah from the scroll in the house of the Lord in the chamber of Gemariah, the son of Saphon, the secretary, which was in the upper court at the entry of the new gate of the Lord's house. When Micaiah, the son of Gemariah, son of Shephon, heard all the words of the Lord from the scroll, he went down to the king's house, into the secretary's chamber, and all the officials were sitting there. Elishama, the secretary, Deliah, the son of Shemaiah, and Elnathan, the son of Akbar, Gemariah, the son of Shaphan, Zedekiah, the son of Hananiah, and all of the officials. And Micaiah told them, and the words that he had heard, when Baruch read from the scroll in the hearing of all the people. Then all the officials sent Jehudai, the son of Nathiah, son of Shelemiah, son of Cushi, to say to Baruch, Take in your hand the scroll that you read in the hearing of the people, and come. So Baruch, the son of Neriah, took the scroll in his hand and came to them. And they said to him, Sit down and read it. So Baruch read it to them. When they all heard the words, they turned to one another in fear. And they said to Baruch, We must report all these words to the king. Then they asked Baruch, Tell us, please, how did you write all these words? Was it at his dictation? Baruch answered them, He dictated all these words to me, while I wrote them with ink on the scroll. Then the officials said to Baruch, Go and hide, you and Jeremiah, and let no one know where you are. So they went into the court to the king, having put the scroll in the chamber of Elishama, the secretary, and they reported all the words to the king. Then the king sent Jehudai to get the scroll, and he took it from the chamber of Elishama, the secretary. And Jehudai read it to the king and all the officials who stood beside the king. It was in the ninth month, and the king was sitting in the winter house, and there was a fire burning in the fire pot before him. As Jehudai read three or four columns, the king would cut them off with a knife and throw them into the fire in the fire pot until the entire scroll was consumed in the fire that was in the fire pot. Yet neither the king nor any of the servants who heard all of these words was afraid, nor did they tear their garments. Even when Elnathan and Deliah and Jeremiah urged the king to not burn the scroll, he would not listen to them. And the king commanded Jeremiah the king's son, and Sariah, the son of Azrael, and Shelemiah, the son of Abdiel, to seize Baruch, the secretary, and Jeremiah, the prophet, but the Lord had hid them. Now after the king had burned the scroll with the words that Baruch wrote at Jeremiah's dictation, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, Take another scroll, and write on it all the former words that were on the first scroll, which Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, has burned. And concerning Jehoiakim, king of Judah, you shall say, Thus says the Lord, You have burned this scroll, saying, Why have you written in it 
that the king of Babylon will certainly come and destroy this land, and will cut off from it a man and beast. Therefore thus says the Lord concerning Jehoiakim king of Judah, He shall have none to sit on the throne of David, and his dead body shall be cast out to the heat by day and the frost by night. And I will punish him and his offspring and the servants for their iniquity. I will bring upon them and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem and upon the people of Judah all the disaster that I have pronounced against them. But they would not hear. Then Jeremiah took another scroll and gave it to Baruch the scribe, the son of Neriah, who wrote on it the dictation of Jeremiah, all the words of the scroll of that Jehoiakim king of Judah had burned in the fire, and many similar words were added to them. Chapter 37 Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, made king in the land of Judah, reigned instead of Coniah, the son of Jehoiakim. But neither he nor his servants nor the people of the land listened to the words of the Lord that he spoke through Jeremiah the prophet. King Zedekiah sent Jehuchal, the son of Shelemiah, and Zephaniah the priest, the son of Messiah, to Jeremiah the prophet, saying, Please pray for us to the Lord our God. Now Jeremiah was still going in and out among the people, for he had not yet been put in prison. The army of Pharaoh had come out of Egypt, and when the Chaldeans, who were besieging Jerusalem, heard the news about them, they withdrew from Jerusalem. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Thus shall you say to the king of Judah, who sent you to me to inquire of me, Behold, Pharaoh's army that came to help you is about to return to Egypt to its own land, and the Chaldeans shall come back and fight against this city. They shall capture it and burn it with fire. Thus says the Lord, Do not deceive yourselves, saying, The Chaldeans will surely go away from us, for they will not go away. For even if you should defeat the whole army of Chaldeans who are fighting against you, and there remained of them only wounded men, every man in his tent, they would rise up and burn this city with fire. Now when the Chaldean army had withdrawn from Jerusalem at the approach of Pharaoh's army, Jeremiah set out from Jerusalem to go to the land of Benjamin to receive his portion there among the people. When he was at the Benjamin gate, a sentry there named Erijah, the son of Shelemiah, the son of Hananiah, seized Jeremiah the prophet, saying, You are deserting to the Chaldeans. And Jeremiah said, It is a lie. I am not deserting to the Chaldeans. But Erijah would not listen to him, and seized Jeremiah and brought him to the officials. And the officials were enraged at Jeremiah, and they beat him and imprisoned him in the house of Jonathan the secretary, for it had been made a prison. When Jeremiah had come to the dungeon cells and remained there many days, King Zedekiah sent for him and received him. The king questioned him secretly in the house and said, Is there any word from the Lord? Jeremiah said, There is. Then he said, You shall be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon. Jeremiah also said to King Zedekiah, What wrong have I done to you or your servants or this people that you have put me in prison? Where are your prophets who prophesied to you, saying, The king of Babylon will not come against you and against this land? Now hear, please, O my lord the king, let the humble plea come before you, and do not send me back to the house of Jonathan the secretary, lest I die there. 
So King Jedekiah sent orders, and they committed Jeremiah to the court of the guard, and the loaf of bread that was given him daily from the baker's street until the bread of the city was gone. So Jeremiah remained in the court of the guard. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.